Welcome to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business, from speeds up to 100 gig to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success in Hampton Roads. Learn more at coxbusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, Here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander on the ODU Sports Radio Network. It is always fun thinking about Old Dominion University football and kind of the official kickoff to an Old Dominion University football weekend is the Ricky Round Coaches Show. Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We'll talk more about football in a moment, but today's Veterans Day. And I wanted to spend just a moment to talk about Veterans Day and say thanks to those of you that's serve our nation this generation that i'm in kind of just avoided the draft and so we don't have as intimate a knowledge especially if we don't live with someone who's deployed or who is in the service we don't really understand what it's all about so what we have to do when we don't is listen and realize on days like today and perhaps 364 others during the year we have to appreciate those that go on the deployments to fight for our freedoms. We have to appreciate those families that put their head on the pillow every single night and aren't sure if the loved one's going to be there in the morning. So veterans, to those that serve, thank you. We want to celebrate you today and every day. Coach Ricky Ronnie, you posted something on social media earlier today about Veterans Day. It's a big deal, and I'm concerned that it's fading a bit because it's not in front of everybody's face all the time. Yeah, you know, I posted something. I had a picture of uh, my dad, you know, on there, and uh, he, he's a Vietnam veteran. And, and uh, you know, just being in the 757, I mean, you, it's, it's, it's very important to everybody in this community. I mean, and, and I know that not only um, people who are in it right now, but, you know, our, our community's built basically off people off veterans and 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 that's why that's why i love being here i mean all my all my friends in this community a bunch of them are are veterans you know i have uncles who have served and and obviously my father and then my grandfather so um you know it's 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 a very big deal and hopefully you know i try to uh pass that along to my children and and uh, hopefully they they get the message you think of some of the intangibles that affect families of those in the military and you think about those six-month deployments. I know you and I have talked about this before. When you're out recruiting and you're away from your family for a while, you miss them. But imagine if not only you weren't only missing them, but you were afraid for their well-being on an hourly or every 10-minute basis. That would be just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, you know, I mean, even during football season, you know, my wife, um, she kind of runs the show at home, and, and she kind of does everything, and, 
And so, but I still sleep in, I still sleep in our bed, you know, every night. You know, she still, she still knows uh, that I'm safe. Uh, and, and she starts, gets a start every day with, you know, me kissing her on the forehead and those sort of things. So, you know, it's a lot different, you know, and, and, and I think sometimes as a nation, we take it for granted, uh, you know, the freedoms and the, and, and things we're able to do because people are willing to, uh, to serve. And so it's something that I, I, I certainly don't take for granted and, and I, I appreciate every day and, and hopefully everybody else does as well. You know, interesting, we, we've had a, a crazy day here. We want to thank the gang from Max Media for helping us get the, the squirrels running on the treadmill fast enough to get us a signal today. But then uh, at the height of the panic, Coach, I took a deep breath and realized it's Veterans Day, and this isn't brain surgery, and we aren't putting our lives on the line. This is a coaching show, which we love and enjoy, but it's not the ultimate. And so you take a deep breath, you realize the sun's still going to come up, and you move on. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we both, you know, came up with some – creative solutions that we we're going to have to use if we had to and and uh and listen you know no plan is ever going to be perfect but i, I think uh yeah these guys have come through and, and done a nice job and so yeah we just got to understand and i tell our guys that sometimes and obviously i hope fans understand that sometimes there's a lot of things that are very very important in lives and some of them you know it are happening in our 19 year old lives every day you know losing loved ones and and some of their loved ones are, are veterans and or, or overseas right now you know and so it, it's one of those things that some you got to keep those things in perspective it's the ricky ronnie coaching show presented by chartway federal credit union we've got a great show for you this evening our guest today special teams coach in our meet the staff segment kevin smith special teams coach and outside linebackers coach our player we're going to meet tonight is quarterback Hayden Wolf. We'll hear from both of those folks. We'll talk about the second win in a row for this Monarch football team last Saturday down in Miami against FIU. And a huge game on Saturday, Military Appreciation Day at Cornblow Field at SB Ballard Stadium as the Monarchs take on the Owls of FAU. It's all coming up. We're glad to have you aboard wherever you may be. The folks here at Wild Wing Cafe are cooking. And we'll be back after this message from our title sponsor, Chartway Federal Credit Union. Hey, Monarch fans, Ricky Ronnie here to say show your pride and get the new ODU credit card from Chartway. Sign up for the ODU Visa credit card and begin earning points on every dollar you spend to redeem for cash, travel, and more. And when you switch, you'll get introductory balance transfer offers, too. Learn more at Chartway.com Monarchs or visit a Chartway branch nearest you. Chartway, official credit union of ODU Athletics. Go Monarchs! Excellent. Thanks for coming. We are back at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. It's the home of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Place is filling up. Ray Ronker, the proprietor, is enjoying what's going on here today because we've got a lot of Monarch fans. The ODU Bookstore is here tonight taking care of folks' fashion needs as we get set for Military Appreciation Day, and we're glad to have you along as well. All right, first thing, before we get to football, how has the end of daylight savings time affected you coach for me i look at the clock it seems like it's midnight and it's 8 16 yeah uh hasn't really affected me at all i mean i i i I'm still kind of the same for 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 a football coach it's still kind of the same i guess there's a little bit more light when i go to work in the morning uh but that that that's that's about it um it does feel the very first day it felt late and 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 i was like man i am hungry and it was you know it, it, it was it wasn't time to eat yet so it was one of those type of deals but other than that i mean it 
my body tends to adjust pretty well. When you're a football coach and you're going from different time zones all the time, your body adjusts pretty quick. I will admit I did love the social media posts of people with pictures of their dogs saying, hey, we don't need daylight savings time ending, whatever, it's time to eat, let's go. All right, football. Looking to go back-to-back, 1-0 back-to-back, and for the first time in this 2021 season, you did just that with a fast start down at FIU. You've been looking for it all season long, and boy, what a start for the Monarchs. Yeah, you know, we came down, obviously, that first drive was critical, you know, going down there and being able to uh, get an explosive pass play for a touchdown, uh, which was a nice, really nice read by uh, Hayden because that's really not where the ball was supposed to go. So it was, it was, it was a nice read by him and, uh, and obviously a nice play by Zach. Uh, that really got us going. And then I thought our defense played, played really, really well. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, forcing a fumble, which they really returned for a touchdown but didn't get credit for it. But, you know, we, we ended up getting a field goal on that drive, which I wish we would have done a little bit more on that one. We need to continue to do better of taking the turnovers that we're getting and turning them into points, uh, and really touchdowns. Uh, but in general, I, I thought that first quarter, which I don't know about you, but, man, it was long. Yeah. I mean, I kept looking up. <laughs> I kept looking up and being like, all right, we must be in the second quarter. And all, there was still seven minutes left in the first. I was like, holy moly, this is the longest quarter of football. And it was. It was over an hour. It was over an hour long. So, wow. I mean, it was a, it, that was, a, that was a, uh, a very long quarter of football. You talk about long. How about Nick Rice's career-long field goal of 50 yards? You can watch football Friday, Saturday, Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. Everybody has tough kicks. Whether no matter what the distance, but a fifty-yarder is nothing to sneeze at, and that was a great boot. Yeah, he told me he could make it. Uh, you know, I kind of uh, uh, I looked back and I, I was trying to figure out whether we wanted to go for two downs or what we wanted to do. And he goes, "Coach, I got this." And he goes, "The wind's going that way a little bit." He's like, "I I, I got this, no problem." So I I, I agreed with him, and uh, and he nailed it. You know, I mean, so it, it's funny he he didn't hit it great which is the really funny part about it. He didn't hit it as well as he's hit some of the other ones on this year. And he, he came back and he's like, I'm sorry, Coach, I, I didn't hit that great. I was like, it went in, Nick, so we're okay. <laughs> so it, it, was a, it was a great job, and that was a big, a, a, a big thing because we were able to still – we want to turn those points into touchdowns, but we were still able to turn it into a field goal, which is a big deal. Rushing attack, once again on point with a couple of over-the-century mark. Blake Watson for the fourth straight game gets over 100 yards, and Elijah Davis over 100 yards as well. And we talk about it, and it might be simple to say, but it's not simple to do. The running game can help open up lanes for the passing game and vice versa. Yeah, and I think really the vice versa part is probably a, a good way to put it because I thought we came out slinging the ball pretty well. And that, that, you know, in that first quarter, we were able to throw it, uh, especially on that first, you know, those first couple drives, we were able to throw it pretty well. And and that opened up the running game, you know, a lot, you know. And and I thought that, you know, one of the probably most underrated, I talked about it in my press conference, one of the most underrated plays was Hayden. We called a shot play. Uh, They clouded the field and and, kind of took away what we wanted to get done there. And uh, Hayden came right down to his, his, his basically his, his secondary read, hit it, got eight yards, and, and, and next play we were able to hand the ball off to Elijah for a touchdown. So, you know, uh, I thought that was that was a really, really big play in the game. Blocking as well to give Elijah and other running backs the edge on those particular plays, and then them having the skills and speed to be able to turn them into huge plays is also big, but you've loved this offensive line all season long. Yeah, I thought they did a really nice job. I thought they really excelled in pass protection. Um, you know, they, they, you know, one of the key stats in the game I thought was going to be sacks. Uh, and we, you know, we got after their quarterback pretty good. And, 
and and we were able to protect ours. So that was it. That was a huge thing. I thought our offensive line and defensive line controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball the entire game, uh, and, and really set the tempo for everybody else. Just one sack each of the last two games for Hayden Wolf after going down five times in his first start. What are you seeing from him? Obviously, the line's part of it, but as we say about every football play, there's a whole lot more than just that involved. It's it's reads, it's decision making, it's execution, the whole thing. Yeah, I thought the I thought the line did an excellent job. Um, I thought was a major factor in the last game was the running back position and their pass protection. Uh, Blake Watson really stepped up and did a really nice job uh, on some blitz pickups that maybe got us in, in, in times past. So I thought that was a huge factor. I thought Hayden got rid of the ball. Um, I thought he moved better in the pocket, and that was a huge portion of it. So there was, there was quite a different, uh, quite a few factors that have, have started to limit our sacks, and, and uh, it's always been about the entire team, you know, the wideouts getting open on time and those sort of things. So it, it, there's, there's been quite a, different, uh, quite a few factors, and uh, obviously we're playing much better in, in terms of that. I believe the Monarchs' longest offensive play of the year going into the game at FIU last Saturday was 43 yards. Couple over that on Saturday. You got to love seeing that. Just in terms of excitement level, in terms of getting the points on the board quickly, in terms of of turning on their defense. You got to love that for a number of different reasons. Yeah, you know those those explosive plays are critical. I thought uh, Savages was a huge play. Ah. You know, they went cover zero, uh, and we were able to make him pay. Uh, and, and, and he broke a tackle and made him pay. And, and that was really, that touchdown was really kind of a backbreaker uh, for them. You know what I mean? Gave us a gave us a 20-point lead. At, you know, gave us that score out of halftime that we needed. Didn't quite score in the middle eight, you know, the, 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 the first four minutes of the second half like we tried to do there. But it was, you know, what was it, the five? It was like 5.05, you know, so it was pretty darn close. And, and that was it. That was a huge play. And, and a big play for Savage, who really happy that he was able to, to – uh, put that one in the box there you know you come to practice and you see the guys in the light blue jerseys who are a little banged up and you see the other guys that maybe you're in a boot or something like that wanting to be a part of everything working to become a part of everything and when they finally get that opportunity it's great to see him take advantage of it like Darius Savage yeah you know he's he, 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 you know through no fault of his own he's been a little bang, he was a little banged up earlier this year and for him to be able to come back and make that type of impact, that that that's awesome. So, and you know, the really cool part is, he, I mean, he caught a pass. What two plays before that? They really set that thing up. You know, so that that was that drive was was had a lot to do with him and and making plays, and also a lot to do with Hayden making sure he found the right guy and got the ball out of his hands on time. Only four penalties, two games in a row, really limiting the miscues, which which help in a number of different ways, don't they? Yeah, you know, I. I uh, I don't know if it's a direct correlation to me uh, being nicer to the officials or what's going on, but uh, no, I, I think our guys are playing really sound, fundamental football. Uh, what one thing we've eliminated is a bunch of the special teams penalties, and that's been that's been probably the biggest thing. You know, we've really focused on that in in practice with some things about anti-clip techniques, you know, anti-holding techniques and all those sort of things. We've eliminated a lot of the pre and post snap penalties. We had one pre snap penalty that unfortunately cost us a touchdown in the last game um but we did some we did some really good things and 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 those are the those are the penalties that kill you those pre and post snap ones and we've really eliminated those for the most part talking about a penalty jason henderson flagged for targeting and uh, missed the rest of the game he'll be back uh, on saturday how do you go about coaching someone up at the, at that point what do you say to the kid 
Thankfully, I'm glad they don't make him go to the locker room by themselves like they did when the f- targeting first came on the scene. He can stay on the on the sideline without his helmet. But what do you how do you, how do you coach in that situation? Yeah, I mean, obviously as a freshman, he was pretty devastated. You know, I mean, he wants to help the team. Uh, we we were having some other issues at that position, so he just wants to help the team. And and, and he's a kid who's going to fly around and hit now. I mean, he you know he plays with some violence. Uh, he's got to keep his head up on that particular thing and and um but you know i thought it was the right call i'm not i'm not going to fight that call that's that's the rule and the rules there to protect not only him but the other players on the field so i I understand that one but he you know fact that he gets a play i think it's going to be a learning experience he'll come back on this one and 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 i just told him hey man you got to be here for your teammates and and those sort of things but i tell you what probably the most unsung thing in the whole game was you know jordan young moving positions going going from will to mike a position he didn't practice all week long and because he's jordan young doesn't have any mistakes and dominates is awesome and and i mean that's that's unbelievable the ricky ronnie coaches show we're presented by chartway federal credit union we are wild wing cafe in chesapeake on this thursday night one other play i want to talk about how about the pick six from dv harris dropping back finding the spots and then showing some athleticism to get to the house you know what was really cool about that play is that earlier in the game, he had read a similar type play to that, and they'd, they'd come back with a screen. It was actually the one we caused the fumble on. And uh, he had read that, and he just read it a little bit too much, was, a, was not quite used to doing that, and, and got a little bit too carried away. And he was able to learn from that literally the exact same portion of the field, exact similar play and able to take a perfect drop make the pick and then and then and then go score and like he said there was some great blocking downfield including you know Chaz Wallace a freshman not clipping doing what we call that's got to be hard because you're changing direction There's and going no the exact doubt. opposite way and he went he did what we call scrape paint where he just kind of went by and, and got in the guy's way and and DV saw it and, and got in DV did not reach the ball I mean there was <laughs> there was a lot of things we coach on that play uh, blocking the intended receiver, the defense did blocking the quarterback, but without you know putting yourself in jeopardy with a targeting penalty. I mean, I tell you, we did a lot of great things on that play, and that was that I, I was really happy about that. You win the game over FIU forty-seven twenty-four. What did you tell the guys in the locker room afterwards? Yeah, I, th- I thought I told them I thought we played really well, but I still think there's rooms for improvement. I thought there were some times that, um, you know, for lack of a better term, we could have stepped on their throat, you know, or we could have knocked them out. Um, earlier in the game, you know, in that second quarter, I thought we could have knocked him out. You know, in the second quarter, everyone's like, oh, you guys slowed down and didn't play well on offense. We had 164 yards of offense in the second quarter. We had, we had a 70-plus yard drive and a 90-plus yard drive. We just fumbled in the, at, at, at the one-yard line. Was that a good call? We fumbled at the one-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, How limiting is it? I got kids college to play, pay for right here. But my know, point so. is this. You aren't going to get, I don't think, at it, it, this level, always consistent camera angles, no. which you can bank on and do those types of things. What goes through your mind as you're trying to determine whether or not it was or it wasn't? Or what, what can you do there? It, you know, they've gotten so good at buzzing down and the replay telling you basically if it is or not, on especially all those tight scoring plays and turnover plays, and they did look at that one for a very long time. So my big – I mean, they're basically telling you, hey, you can challenge us, but we're not going to overturn it. And so all you're going to do is waste a timeout, right? And those timeouts are ob- obviously useful and, and, and those sort of things. So, I mean, that it, the way they run replays now, that that's kind of how it is. 
It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union, Wild Wing Cafe, buzzing on this Thursday, and we're gearing up for FAU's Owls. Still to come, our Lexus look ahead. We'll take a look at the matchup, the Monarchs versus Willie Taggart and FAU. Also, we'll hear from special teams coach and outside linebackers coach Kevin Smith. Also on the way, quarterback Hayden Wolf. All part of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show from Wild Wing Cafe. Now this message from Team Monarch partner Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back! So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope, sorry Susan, not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. (sighs) That's what I like. At Optima Health, we care for our members on and off the field. With Optima Health's virtual consults, members can securely connect with a board-certified physician for non-emergency care or behavioral health concerns 24-7 by phone, online, or through video chat. We offer a full suite of health and wellness tools, personal health assessments, and health coaching available on a user-friendly platform. So visit OptimaHealth.com to find out what our team can do for you. Offered by Optima Health Plan. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority, and we're ready to help you meet your goals. Whether you want to finish your bachelor's degree or graduate with your Ph.D., browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions. And count on our support from before you enroll, through graduation, and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu slash team and get in touch today. That's online.odu.edu slash team. Whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday night, for all your football needs, ESPN Radio 94.1. The handoff coming near side, having the first down and much more. Eliza Davis, open space in front of him. Can he be, get caught inside the 10, the 5, touchdown, Old Dominion, Elijah Davis, 61 yards. He just got to the outside. Two guys fell down on the edge for FIU, and he went to the outside, and there's just nobody there. It's a track meet, and it's a one-man race. It's a track meet, and it's a one-man race. Great call from Andy there. Great run from Elijah Davis. We welcome you back to Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Monarchs gearing up for the Owls of FAU Saturday here in Norfolk at Cornblow Field at S.B. Ballard Stadium. Our game Saturday, the Monarchs and the Owls, is presented by Team Monarch partner Pepsi. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. With the head coach, Ricky Ronnie. We'll get to the politics of dancing in just a moment, but here you are. You've gotten the record to three and six, two and three in Conference USA play, but it still go one and zero every single day. It's the consistency of the message I think that has to ring true now, as it did for every week. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've been part of things where you know we've started off eight and zero, you know, and those sort of things, and you know, we've gone on a nine game winning streak, and you start thinking about those sort of things, and and. and the pressure of each and every week starts to add on top of each other and it kind of, they kind of compound and you can watch the the guys performance suffer because of that. You know, you'd think to yourself, okay, well, they're just going to play with a ton of confidence, which they start to, but then there's also those in those pressure pack situations. They think about, Oh man, I don't want to be the guy who's the reason why this thing ends. And so, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you just want to just keep talking about one and oh, one and oh, one and oh, because that really is what it is. I mean, 
the last game is going to help you win this game, and, and, and the next game is not going to help you win it. You know, it's all about what you can do in this play in this game. How's your practice been this week? No, it's been it, it's been good. It's been good. I, I think the guys are they getting that, better at practicing as the season goes on, sort of learning how to make the most out of it. Are these still college kids that someday are there and someday maybe not? You know, I think our focus has been there uh, all the time. I mean, I, I haven't. There's been times where I thought we've given great effort but not great energy, if that makes sense, uh, in terms of maybe enthusiasm and things like that. Uh, but our focus has has been there. I haven't, I haven't, especially over the last four or five weeks. You know, our focus has really been really good. We need to find a way to still have that. And then the other thing we need to do is we've got to find a way to make sure that we maximize our mental reps. Uh, in the year, you're going to have guys who are dinged up and things like that, so you're not going to get every rep that you need against every look. So you've got to maximize those mental reps, and, and it can't be an excuse. Oh, I didn't get that rep this week. Yeah, that's that that. Yeah, no kidding, you didn't. But I still expect you to produce. We've taken a moment to, but we've we've gotten the soapbox ready for head coach Ricky Ronnie here as we talk about some of the politics when it comes to college football, and we're we're going to talk about uh, tight end Zach Koontz, who's one of the having one of the better years in all of college football. Uh, the numbers for Kuntz at this point, he's third in the country in tight end receptions with 53. He's fifth in yards with 550, and he's tied for sixth in touchdowns with four. We've talked about him all season long, Coach. And one of the things the national people do is they have these awards. And for a tight end, it's John, the John Mackey Award, a legendary tight end for the Colts and, and had a great college career as well. They narrow it down as you go along, and I thought you brought up a brilliant point during your press conference on Monday saying it's interesting that they narrow it down, take a chunk of these contenders out of the picture four weeks in or five weeks in. That's when the real work can start for a lot of these guys. The soapbox is yours. I think Koontz has done a wonderful job, especially on a new team, especially when it comes to leading the group of wide receivers that he's got there. Take the floor. Well, I, I think you see it in, in – in Rankings. He's not. He's not a semifinals. That's my. No, he hasn't made the a, last eight. Yeah, I think you see it in rankings as well, right? I mean, these some of these guys are ranked in the top twenty-five. Um, you know, for example, UTSA is where where they're at. Why? Because they weren't ranked in the top twenty-five to begin with. I mean, you watch them on tape. I've watched a lot of football on tape. Now uh, you're going to be hard pressed to find a, a team twenty-one teams better than them. I mean, you know what I mean? I I I, I just think that that's you know it's fool's gold a little bit. And the, these awards are a little bit the same way. Just the guy had a good year last year, so now he's automatically going to have a good year this year. You know, Mike Kosicki finished second in the Mackey Award his senior year. He had literally the same stats as he had the year before and wasn't anywhere near the Mackey Award. And, and, and why? Because he didn't have a good sophomore year. It's like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. You know, and, and there's a lot of these awards. I'm not, I'm not banging on the Mackey Award. It's just the, the way that they have to do it and all those sort of things. I just wonder if, if it is the way they have to do it. Why not just wait till the end of the year and just have three finalists and, and really see who it is and, and not have to worry about the semifinals. Just, just vote. You know, we don't have semifinalists for the Heisman. You know what I mean? We don't have, we don't have, we don't have a, a, all those lists for those sort of things. So why can't we just do it the exact same way? I, 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 especially with computers. I mean, it takes three seconds to tabulate this stuff. So I just think that Zach deserves to be considered for these awards, especially because he blocks. He actually blocks, and, and a lot of tight ends don't do that anymore. They're, they're basically just glorified receivers. Well, Zach's blocking, I mean, and sacrificing his body and playing hurt and doing those sort of things. And not only would it be a big award for him, it'd be a big award for the entire offense, especially for the other tight ends on the team. Because those guys, they, they're a unit, and, and, 
and they know how important it is and, and, and for the whole group, and I sure would love to see them get rewarded for that. I'd like to see how many of the tight ends who made the semifinals of the Mackey Award. Again, it's just an award. It doesn't take anything away from what Zach Kuntz has done. But I'd like to see how many of them are blocking, how many of them are playing tight end, how many of them are leading their teams in receptions. I'll tell you this. In 2017, when Mike Kosicki finished second, the other guy didn't block once. And And is that a tight end? Don't tell John Mackey that's how you play tight end. No, 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 it's not. And so, yeah. And, you know, it, it, you don't have to be the most, but at least you've got to stick your nose in there because that's part of it, being able to hold up a whole year, battling a defensive end, you know, coming across, battling a linebacker blocking, and then running a route against a safety. Like, that's what makes tight ends so great, you know, and that's and that's why we've got one of the best tight end cores in the, in, in the lane. All right, I'm running around a gas can with a lit match here, but let's talk about the college football playoff rankings that are out. The latest, you've got Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State in the top four. They'd be in the playoff if it was, if it was tomorrow. You've also got Cincinnati, Michigan, Michigan State, and Oklahoma. Now, here's my question for you, which I think is logical. Two things about this. A, it's all going to work itself out later. It's just a TV show right now. But B, how can you have Michigan jump Michigan State when the Spartans just beat Big Blue two weeks ago. Especially when they both have the same amount of losses. You know, I mean, so that's what I don't understand. Like, that that one makes no sense to me at all. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is, this is how it is. I think the problem is this week, you could take, or this year, you could take two through eight and, and really put them in one of those old Yahtzee cups that we used to have and roll them <laughs> out there and, 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 and get any sort of combination that you want. You're, you're probably going to gonna be able to argue any of those things. Number one, hey, they're, they're pretty clearly number one right now, and they're getting after some people. Uh, you know, So I do think that we need to reward some of the undefeated people. Hey, Cincinnati, whatever you think, they've beaten the people in front of them. That's all they can do. I mean, what, what do you want them to do? They beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame was in front of them. They beat them. You know, and so you've got to beat the people in front of you. Um, the thing I don't really like is when some of these rankings come out and I feel like some guys are ranked at the bottom half of it in order to justify their rankings at the top half. And and, and that's where that's where I have a, an issue. I mean, listen, I mean, whatever. Penn State has three losses. I get it. But you, you – I mean, it's not like Purdue's been playing great football. I mean, Wisconsin was. I mean, like all of a sudden, these guys, their 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 ills are totally forgiven, and 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 I don't. That's where I I, I get really confused. And it, if you look at it, it looks like it's just so those top rankings can get justified later. How many teams you want in the playoff in a perfect world? In your world, you've probably talked about this a thousand times. I don't know. I'd love to see inclusion. I mean, I, I think that twelve is probably the number. I think 12 is probably the number. I mean, you start to get into some other things and, 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 and times and kids taking classes, which is a real-life concern. I mean, finishing their classes and things like that. You know, but I think if you – I mean, you'd like to see an automatic qualifier for the group of five uh, highest-ranked champion in the playoffs, um, at least one. You know what I mean? Maybe two. I, I certainly think that if you went five conference champions – Five at large in the Power Five, and then the highest group of five, and then an, and then and then an independent or group of five. I mean, I think you'd probably find a pretty good you'd find a pretty good balance there. You know what I mean? 
Am I am I naive enough to think that that extra independent wouldn't go to Notre Dame every year? No, I mean I'm not, you know. But I, I think that it's it is something that uh, would give people access and would uh, really crown a true champion. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Thursday nights we do it here at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Monarchs gearing up for the FAU Owls. And the contest on Saturday is presented in part by Domestic Fuels and Lubes. Domestic Fuels and Lubes is the leading distributor of high-quality diesel fuel, gasoline, home heating oil, and lubricants in the Hampton Roads, Richmond, and northeastern North Carolina areas. Coming up, we'll hear from Kevin Smith, the special teams coach. Also, Hayden Wolf on the way. Plus, our look at the game on Saturday. All part of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. But now, this from our host location, Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake features hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Wild Wing Cafe is a longtime supporter of Old Dominion football and is home of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. You can't talk ODU sports without great food, and Wild Wing has it. Fabulous finger foods, superb sandwiches, wild wraps, bodacious burgers, scrumptious salads, and we cannot forget about the wings. Choose from chicken feathers, chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, and bone-in or boneless wings. The wings at Wild Wing Cafe feature 33 fresh prepared sauces that will tantalize your taste buds time and time again. Hang out with great people and watch all the games on the TVs at Wild Wing Cafe. There's also an outdoor patio area with cornhole and more. Join the Wild Club. Download the app to unlock rewards and order fresh food. Wild Wing Cafe features dine-in, curbside pickup, and delivery options. Located in Chesapeake at 1437 Sam's Drive off Battlefield Boulevard. Wild Wing Cafe, where hospitality meets quality, craft, and creativity. We'll See you at the wing. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See Priority Lexus of Newport News and Virginia Beach. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. High Val Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. High Val specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient, high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why High Val and the Monarchs are a winning combination. Come join High Val in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.highval.com. You want the primetime games? We have them. You want the big games? We have them. You want Old Dominion football? We have it. ESPN Radio 94.1. Third down and six. Bring Page in motion to the near side. Defensive back comes with him. Wolf back to throw over the middle. Wide open. Savage. First down and more. Across midfield. Darius Savage. He's going to go coast to coast. Savage shedding tacklers into the open water. Touchdown, Old Dominion. Welcome back to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Time to meet the staff, and we're talking special teams coach and outside linebackers coach Kevin Smith. Coach, good to see you. Oh, great to see you too, Ted. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you had me. Special teams, it's been a crazy ride for your special teams. Let's start right now. You guys are cooking, leading, or tied for the lead in the nation in block kicks. Lots of results from your group. Assess their progress this year. 
Well, you know, I think the most important thing is every day we approach it with an attitude that we're going to get better in that individual day. And if we continue to do that day in and day out, we're going to get good products on Saturday. So we don't necessarily talk about leading the country in kicks. We don't talk about those results. We just worry about each day and, you know, the product will take care of itself. What mindset do they need to be on special teams successfully? Oh, they have to have a 1-0 mentality, and they have to have a team-first mentality. So you won't see a guard on kick return that's going to be in the newspaper. He's not going to get Twitter famous or anything along those lines. So he has to be willing to do his job and put himself out there for everyone else that's on the field and everyone else that's in the program. So that's what it takes. It also takes, let's talk about Lamaran James and the 101-yard kickoff return. What a blocking scheme. Everything worked on that one. Then you add the talent of the student-athletes, and it turns into a magical play. Talk about how the work needs to be done before those results can be achieved. Oh, absolutely. You know, we uh, we spend a lot of time making sure that we get guys in the right place and they have the right urgency and the right understanding of how they need to strain and finish plays because Lamar, I want to be the first to tell you that there were a lot of guys that were blocking for four to five seconds. There were guys running down the field, cutting guys off towards the end of the play. So um, it takes a lot of time to make sure those guys understand the amount of strain that they need to have and how precise their alignments need to be and how detailed they need to be in the guys they're supposed to be blocking. The place kick team, Nick Rice wins the game and he kicks a career-long 50-yarder, and he had some downs as well. It, you have to have a short memory, don't you, success or failure? Oh, there's no doubt. Nick's one of the best at doing that. He even does it on the practice field. You know, he may miss a kick, and you'll see him look at it. He'll eyeball it up and down for a couple seconds and go back and hit an even better kick. So he's one of the best at being able to compartmentalize kick to kick and adjust and correct himself after a bad hit. We also watch at the next level, lots of folks are having difficulty. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has to execute to make it happen, don't they? Oh, there's no doubt. And Nick will be the first one to tell you that the protection comes first, um, the operation comes next, and then it's his piece to you know be the final part of it. And for him to be able to take it place by place and know the understanding of how important everyone around him is, I think is vital. We're talking with Kevin Smith, the special teams coach and outside linebackers coach. You talk about the three headliners on a place kick the snap the hold the kick we talked to john morton last week and it's it it blows my mind how much quickly and precisely they have to perform each and every time yeah there's no doubt there's a we spend a lot of time doing rapid fire reps and a lot of things that are very clean and detailed so that way he can roll out there and he could probably do it with his eyes closed as long as he gets the ball caught so um, the amount of reps and time we put in to make sure it's clean and detailed that the precision of the operation is correct so that way nick has a good ball that he can hit we spend a significant amount of time doing that Earlier in the season, everybody wasn't on the same page, it didn't seem, or the result at least was not there. How did you get things turned in the right direction? Oh, we just stayed on process. You know, there were a lot of guys that were playing in their first college football game ever, which, you know, it's not necessarily, um, we're not going to accept the fact that that was their first college game. But at the same time, as long as we stayed on process, we kept pushing through it, we kept coaching the details, we eventually got to, you know, the place that we are now, and we're going to continue to get better. How rewarding is it to see the guys get better listening to the coaching, working hard, and then seeing the result. Oh, it's probably the most rewarding part of the profession. When you see guys that are working day in and day out, they work through it all camp, they work through it all season. Then when you see it come together, that's probably the most rewarding thing. And even on top of that, uh, the guys know understanding that they can continue to get better and they're continuing to push, I think, is also a special thing. Why did you decide to make football coaching your life's work? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. Um, I think I've always known I wanted to do this my entire life. I always knew I wanted to be around the game. Um, I knew what the game did for me and how it kept me structured and how it kept me straight and narrow throughout my life, and I wanted to be able to provide that for other young men. When you think about all the work you put in coaching, you only get a couple of moments to be with the family. What do you like to do when you get all three together? 
Well, for starters, we um, that's a good question. For starters, it always starts with um, us sitting at home and actually enjoying our other, each other's company for the most part. Um, my son is probably the biggest nut job I've ever been around in my life, but he's tremendous. So it mostly starts with us just being around each other with our presence and um, spending time with each other's company. What's he eating now, and how much of a circus is that? <laughs> he's eating everything he puts his hands on, things he's not even supposed to put his hands on. Um, he's now getting into cupboards. He's now opening the fridge himself. So sometimes he'll walk in with things like a bottle of barbecue sauce, and he'll have his mouth around it. So basically everything he put his hands on. <laughs> FAU, what do they present in terms of an obstacle to special teams? Uh, you know, they show a lot of speed. Um, they're a disciplined team. You know, they do some good things to create leverage and things along those lines. But for us, we don't necessarily worry about what they're doing necessarily. We worry more about what our rules are, what our jobs are, and whatever they present we'll be able to take care of and handle because the kids are able to play fast with the jobs that they have. Kevin Smith, special teams coach, outside linebackers coach. Appreciate the time and good luck this weekend. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Kevin Smith, special teams coach for the Monarchs. They're just that, special, and it's been a slow start for those guys, but they're really having an impact on these Monarch successes, don't you think? All right, well, Coach, we'll go like this. You're talking about, uh, I'll just hold this, we're talking about the special teams, and you said it's not like they've been up and down, it's just getting more consistent. Yeah, I mean, I I just think that, you know, in that weight game, we we still got a block kicked, and, and obviously we gave up the touchdown return, but we've been more consistent as the years gone on and, and that's where it's been a, a big thing for us, you know, and, and we're still, there's still some plays where that we're leaving out there, but ultimately that's the thing that I really like about our special teams is we are more consistent and we're able to have those game changing plays and, and we're able to scare people on, on a few units now. Monarchs hoping to do some scaring of these owls who are coming to Norfolk on Saturday. Our contest, Old Dominion and FAU, is presented in part by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Still to come here on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, we will hear from the quarterback, Hayden Wolf. What's he has to say about the last three games? And looking ahead to FAU. We'll answer that shortly, but first this message from T-Monarch partner Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. Hey, Monarch fans. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is a proud sponsor of ODU Athletics. We've made it our mission to lend peace of mind. We know that every borrower is unique, and we're dedicated to putting you first at every step of the loan process, giving you a lending hand to help you reach your home dreams. Because we're here for you whenever, wherever, however. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043. NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. The world's best pizza, and you made it. I made it. But what if no one could taste it because they couldn't find it to order online? Sad. Very sad. Luckily, 99.9% reliability from Cox Business Internet does more than help with everyday tasks. It helps connect your business to your customers. Order up! So the world's best pizza can finally reach the world. Visit coxbusiness.com for details. All services subject to Cox Business General Terms. Domestic Fuels and Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor rows or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating oil for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757-545-5150. 100 to get in the game with domestic your home for college football hop on the train hampton roads 
Old Dominion Football, ESPN Radio 94.1. Looking, looking, still looking, pressured, throws near side, pass is going to be picked off at the 39. This is TV Harris, flags on the field, Harris cuts to the middle of the field, he's going to score, will it hold up with the flag, touchdown Old Dominion, INT. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Time to meet one of the players, and we're talking to quarterback Hayden Wolf. Hayden, appreciate the time today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How good does it feel having success going one and zero two weeks in a row? It feels good. You know, um, like we talked about after the Western Kentucky game. You know, we're going to go one and zero each week, and you know we've done that the last two weeks. So we, we're going to put that behind us, and you know, moving forward, um, week by week, we're just going to try to go one and zero, and you know, that's our ultimate goal. 99% of the people listening to this have never been in your shoes, having to process information quickly, adapt quickly. How's it coming along? Is it, Do you need the game experience to get better at those things? A lot, a lot of the, you know, the, the mental reps and stuff like that comes before the game, you know, in, in preparation, you know, throughout the week, whether it's in meetings and practice and walkthroughs, you know, that those, those mental game reps, they all come before, before it happens. So um, by preparing, you know, as, as best as I can, I know it'll, Help me out when, when game time comes. How difficult was it to remain mentally and physically ready to roll when you weren't starting? I uh, I treated every day like I was a starter. You know, in my own mind, I, w- I was running out there to play at the first whistle. You know, obviously I wasn't, but I, I was prepared to. Um, so when my number got called, I knew I could go out and, and perform and do my best to help the team win. For a bunch of guys that are gaining experience sort of at the same time and coming together and seeing the improvements, does it make the hard work pay off a little bit when you see the result I would say so you know like, like we said you know we're, we're just trying to go one and oh every week and so we're, we're putting the past behind us and you know looking to the future um, one game at a time everybody says the one and oh thing led by coach Ronnie that's a real thing for you guys isn't it I mean it's not just a bulletin board or, or resume stuff it, you really believe that mentality don't you yes sir yep I, I fully believe it you know from the bottom of my heart and you know it's one of the main things I've learned from coach Ronnie and this staff is you know in everything that you do the only thing you can control is, is living in that moment and going one and zero in that moment, which means you know, doing your best and preparing the best to be successful. You know, and, and I kind of live live my life that way now. You know, in the classroom, in meetings, in practice, and lift in the game. You know, I'm just trying to do one rep at a time and kind of just live in the moment. And when you know everybody else on the team has the same mindset, you can move on to the next play a lot easier. You don't have a grudge. If you make a mistake, you realize your guys have your back. Is that correct? Right, and that's the culture aspect of it. You know, we've been building this culture for two years now, and um, as we continue to focus on the 1-0 the and o mentality, uh, that, that's kind of what our, what our team revolves around. So uh, moving forward, we just have to keep, keep, keep fighting and keep using that mentality. FAU this week, what do you know about the Owls? They're a very talented, very well coached team. You know, it's going to be a great, a great, ta- a great challenge for us. You know, with them coming up here. Um, I don't know. The past couple of years have been a, a, fought, a hard fought battle, um, but you know, this is a new year, new season, and a new week for us. So uh, we're excited for the the challenge. Hayden Wolf, what do you like to do when you get a moment or two away from football? What do you do to relax? Uh, up here in Virginia, I would say probably hang out with my friends, play some cornhole. When I'm back in Florida, go out on the boat, fish, wakeboard scurf do all that type of stuff what was it like performing in miami last week uh probably had some folks that knew you there it was awesome yeah i had probably 25 to 30 you know close friends and family there and uh, it, it was really cool to be back in florida i, I loved it it's uh, the sunshine state and you were shining early on the team got off to a blazing start taking advantage of opportunities how can you put that in a bottle and repeat it each and every game yeah that was one of our goals last week was to start fast and uh 
you know, moving forward, I, I know that we're going to strive to start fast with everything that we do. So, um, you know, that's our ultimate goal, you know, with this week and in the weeks following. Coming back home, what's it like playing at SP Ballard Stadium? I love it. You know, the, the crowd, the fans, the atmosphere is, is unreal. You know, we have the best fan base in Conference USA, and I truly believe that. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be back in front of our fans. Hayden, appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Quarterback Hayden Wolf has a journey like all the Monarchs have had journeys here in 2021. Coach, your thoughts on how he's developing? Yeah, I thought he's he's done a really good job of doing exactly what he said and, and taking the last play and put it behind him. Um, you know, he, he's, he's improved um, every single game, even the ones that he wasn't playing. I thought that's where maybe he, he's made the biggest strides is the improvement that he's able to make during the week in practice is, has, has been great. You know, he's really been able to hone in and use every single day in practice to make him a better football player. And a lot of that's due to his preparation off the field. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been extremely proud of him and how he's prepared and, and, and really how he's played. Are there some throws and things like that that we all wish we could have back? Yeah, of course. But you know what? There, Tom Brady has throws like that, too. You know, so he, that's going to happen. But the way he's been able to bounce back, the way he's been able to, to lead and, and, and the way he's been able to create consistency uh, with the offense has really been uh, it's a testament to how he's prepared all year. I love the way you talk about players taking advantage of their practice time and utilizing that time. I remember back in the day, and maybe it was just because I was a horrible athlete, I, I hated practice. I wanted just to go to the game and just to have the fun as opposed to putting in the work and then having the fun. But you say they understand the fact that that's the workshop where you get things done. Yeah, I think, listen, everybody, no one, very few people love practice. Coaches <laughs> love practice, right, because that's, that's our domain. Um, but, you know, players, they don't always love practice. The, the key is getting to understand how important it is and, and, and how important meetings are and how important, you know, lifting is and how important every walkthroughs are and how important every single thing we do. We don't do things that are not important. And so I think that that's really the key. And, and that's where I've seen the, the team start to buy in a lot better as we've gone through this. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Still to come, our Lexus look ahead. Monarchs and Owls will take one final break and get to those Owls as they're flying in from Boca Raton tomorrow. Monarchs and FAU Saturday, 2.30. Our Toyota pregame show begins 3.30, the kickoff. We want to see a lot of folks there to see this oh-so-improving Monarch football team play a tough opponent in FAU. That's all coming up. But first, this from, well, Team Monarch partner of the Virginia Lottery. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. If you love scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you probably also love an empty street when trying to parallel park. That's an everyday win, baby. This is my street. Oh, my street. yeah. Great, a cyclist. <laughs> Make that an international bike race. Best seat in the house, though. Still an everyday win. Like the precious metal scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Loaded with prizes ranging from $5,000 to $1 million and a second chance to win over $250,000. Check out all four. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Rain on Big Blue and rain on Checkered Flag. As a proud sponsor of all things Monarch Sports, Checkered Flag is bringing its A-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle-free, commission-free, and come with a three-day money-back guarantee. With over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula, ODU fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate. It's a match made in heaven. ODU, where winners play, and Checkered Flag, where winners buy. Hey, Monarch fans! 
If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, we have you covered. Howard Hanna is an official real estate partner of Old Dominion Athletics. Howard Hanna is the number one family-owned and operated real estate company in the United States with 20 offices and over 700 sales associates and employees locally. Howard Hanna delivers a winning strategy to help make your home ownership dreams a reality. Make your next move with confidence with our exclusive 100% money-back guarantee. Get in the game with Howard Hanna. We'll get you more. Your exclusive radio home for the college football playoffs and championship. ESPN Radio 94.1. Getting the handoff to Watson. Up the middle. Touchdown, Old Dominion. The exclamation point belongs to Blake Watson. As his run up the gut seals the deal. A nice deal to seal right there. A victory over FIU to improve the Monarch record to 3-6 and six overall, 2-3 and three in the league. One quick question before we get to our Lexus look ahead. We see you writing stuff down during a game. What are you writing down? Uh, it kind of depends. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'm writing down just notes I want to have for the offense defense. Sometimes I'm writing down notes for myself for future games. Uh, sometimes I'm writing down things I'm seeing that I want to remember and and those sort of things. So it, it just, uh, I, I do better when I write down things to remember, and so that's what I'm doing. Logical. Time now for our Lexus Look Ahead, brought to you by your local Lexus dealer. We invite you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today. Lexus, experience amazing. Old Dominion versus Florida Atlantic. Owls under second-year head coach Willie Taggart are 5-4 and four overall, 3-2 and two in Conference USA. Initial thoughts about FAU. Now, obviously, they're a well-coached team. They've got some guys who are very experienced with Coach Taggart and, and Coach Stoops and things like that. So they're a very well-coached team. They have some athletes, uh, particularly, you know, their running back, number five, is a very good athlete. Uh, I think I think their offensive line is probably underrated with uh, two of their guys, um, their, their center and their left guard. Um, so, I mean, and then on defense, they've got, some, they've got some good players, including, you know, the largest human being we're going to play this year. And then uh, – you know, so it's it's a it's a well balanced team. Their red zone defense, number four in America, that just means you score from further out, right? Well, it, it, what it means is, you know, it's an opportunity for us. We played a couple of the best third down defenses in the country and, and in our league, and then we've played really really well on third down against those teams. So guess what? We we've got to do that in the in the red zone because we need to score more red zone touchdowns. That's something that we all are focusing on, and, and that needs to happen. So, you know, this is an opportunity for us, not an obstacle. Nikosi Perry is the quarterback, a transfer from the University of Miami. 59% completion rate, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions, averages 226 a game. What does he present? What kind of problems? You know, he's a good athlete with a strong arm. Um, He's gotten the ball out pretty quickly um, using a bunch of different receivers, including his running backs. He's he's done that really, really well using his running backs, especially over the last three games. Um, So, you know, that's something that we've all we've got to be aware of. And and, uh, he can hurt you with his legs as well. But what he does is his legs allow him to buy time for and throw the ball down the field. So he does keep his eyes downfield. So we got to make sure we're plastered on our guys. How difficult is it when you're a defensive backfield member to stay on your guy while he's killing time making it much more difficult yeah it's obviously hard that's why our defensive line has got to make sure we we condense that space and 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 that's what i'm excited about is i think our defensive line has really started to rush the passer a lot better over the last two games and so it's going to be key that they do that in this game as well monarchs tremendous balance last week 282 rushing 283 passing or the other way one yard difference was that by design by mistake or 
by the bye? No, it, it was what they were giving us, and, and so we took it. Um, obviously, like I said before, a lot of the passing came early, and then the running came a little bit later. So, um, you know, you're never, it, it, you don't go into a game saying we're going to do, you're going to rush for 300 and pass for 300 or anything like that. It's, you know, you, you have a plan of what you think is going to happen, and then and then you go attack that plan. Uh, sometimes the defense makes adjustments, and, and, and in order, you know, you've got to, you've got to make an adjustment. So um, it's just something I, I was happy that our guys took advantage of their opportunities. And, and there were still more opportunities out there that, that we didn't take advantage of, which just means that, you know, we've got a chance to keep improving each and every week. Coach, we appreciate your making the adjustments here this evening and uh, best of luck against the Owls on Saturday. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm, I'm, thank God I'm with the best in the business and get us through this. So I appreciate you. Don't forget the Old Dominion Football Coaches Show comes on WTKR News 3 tomorrow night at 7.30 and then a repeat broadcast on WGNT Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. And our coverage on Saturday begins with the Toyota pregame show at 2.30. We'll be live on Kaufman Mall. And then the Monarchs take on the Owls looking for their third win in a row. That is Saturday afternoon at 3.30. For the coach, Ricky Ronnie, and the team from Max Media that helped put the Band-Aid on this baby tonight. I'm Ted Alexander. Good night from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show. We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners, Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics, Pepsi, that's what I like, Cox Business. From speeds up to 100 gig to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success at Hampton Roads. Learn more at coxbusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery. $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery. A win for education. ODU Online. Home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media. Follow all of your favorite Old Dominion University sports at odusports.com anytime, 24 hours a day. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.